You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. From baseball's top personalities. The Hall of Famer, one of the great TV broadcasters, Bob Costas is here on A's Cast Live. To the A's legendary players. Five-time Major League Baseball home run champ, Mark McGuire is with us here. You never know what stories you're going to hear. We used to come out here to lunch and run with our shirts off. <laughs> you would say. This is A's Unfiltered with Chris Townsend. Welcome to another edition of A's Unfiltered. And today you're going to love this one, A's fans, because we got guys that are a big part of the Oakland A's future. Shea Langoliers, J.P. Sears. You know our joke, Langoliers and Sears, that department store, and the lefty Cole Irvin. But ever since he's come up, this kid can flat out hit and hit for extra bases. Good catcher, can throw it. Really excited. Here is Shea Langoliers. Shea Langoliers doesn't care about that. He cares about winning the game tonight. It is great to finally have you on A's Cast Live. We have actually met when I was doing hosting uh, A's pregame live on NBC California. You were on your way to the Futures game, and we had you on. You're playing. I don't. Were you in Las Vegas at the time, or where were you? Yeah, I was in Las Vegas. And little did we know you were going to be the MVP of the Futures game. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty amazing for you. How was that? Yeah, I mean, it was a lot of fun, you know, just to uh, be able to play at Dodger Stadium. Um, had a good time out in L.A., uh, met a bunch of good dudes, and, uh, you know, it was fun playing in front of that big crowd that was out there. Yeah, and then to think that we knew at some point you were going to come up. I mean, how tough is that? You're playing so well in Vegas. You're so eager to get up to the big leagues. You know that you know you have to be patient, but it's easy to preach patience. How tough was it to be patient? Um. You know, it's just uh, I think especially in baseball, it just as hard as this game is, all you just try to focus on what you can control. And yeah. uh, obviously um, every day my job is to get better and, um, you know, just go out and try to win a baseball game, whether it was in Vegas and now in Oakland. So, um, you know, I just try to control what I can control and come out every day and try to get better and try to win a baseball game. Could we put a better scenario in front of you? than making your debut in Texas, in Arlington. You grew up not too far away. I mean, that was like you could write a better script. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was awesome. It was a great experience. Um, all my family, all my friends were able to come out. And uh, it was just, a, you know, a special moment, a special three days for me. And, um, you know, I'm very thankful for it. All right, take us through that first A.B. because here <laughs> it is. We, You know, we've been waiting for you, right? We, the A's fan base, we've been talking about you. Uh, ever since the trade for Matt Olson, we heard that, oh, my God, this kid, Baylor, he can hit, he can run, he's a great catch. So we've been waiting. We finally get to see it. And you go up there for your first at-bat, and you swing at the first pitch you ever see? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was uh, – honestly, I was pretty nervous. Um, but I thought, you know, just best way to get it out of the way is get that first swing out of the way. So if it was, if it was remotely close to the zone, I think I was hacking almost regardless. And – um, thankfully, I got a pitch I could handle and got the barrel to it. All right, you rip it down the left field line. Then all of a sudden, you know, we don't see you come out of the box. We just kind of see there's like an awkward kind of stumble. What were you thinking? <laughs> um, so I was, I was running down the first, and I'm watching it, and it just, for some reason, I thought it was going foul. 
so I kind of I kind of yeah. just shut it down for a second. I looked at the third base umpire and he's pointing fair, and I was just like, uh, oh, I better get going then because the throw's already coming in, and uh, you know, it just kind of. Um, First AB, first swing in the big leagues, and kind of hit panic mode. And I thought it was foul, so <laughs> it was uh, it was a little crazy. <laughs> I could just see it like, should I go? Should yeah, I not go? Yeah. Last thing you want to do is get a base hit and then get thrown out. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a moment! But that that series, what did that? I know what it told for me. Seeing you, I mean, I remember you ripped the ball your first day at bat. The next game to the third baseman, uh, and then you're going Oppo Taco for the home run. It showed me how comfortable you got, but what did it tell you that first series against the Rangers? Um, yeah, I think the big thing was just getting comfortable, but, um, you know, when I started uh, putting good swings on balls and hitting balls hard, it, you know, it's just that extra confidence that you get from that, and, um, you know, that kind of carries over to the next day and the next day after that, and you just build off that confidence, and you get more and more comfortable in the box. Well, you, you definitely look comfortable, and then how'd you feel coming here to Oakland? Because this is the first time you got to see the Coliseum. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I felt good. I think, um, you know, like I said, it's just getting comfortable and uh, sticking to my approach at the plate, um, try to dial down the, the swings that pitches out of the zone. But, I mean, other than that, it's just all about focus and sticking to my approach. We did a deep dive on you. We went back to Steve Rodriguez, your old head coach. I played against him in college when he was at Pepperdine, of course, and he was the head coach of Pepperdine, had yeah. you at Baylor. And so we had him on, and I kept saying, all right, tell me you can play something other than catcher. Because right now, I mean, hell, I'll put you at shortstop. <laughs> where can – where if I had to say to you tonight, and I'm grilling Katsai on this, but Katsai on this all the time. If I had to say to you tonight, you're not catching, you're not DHing, where would you feel most comfortable out on the diamond? Um – Probably either uh, first or first or third base, or maybe one of the corner outfield spots. Um, I played a little bit of first base in college, and then uh, at the alt site in 2020, we were just trying to fill spots when we were inter squad, and I played a little bit of right, a little bit of left, and third and first. So, I guess one of those positions. Well, I think about third with your arm, you just got to knock it down and throw the guy out of first, right? <laughs> you, and you know how to block balls. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the hot corner, so it's mainly just reaction. So if, if I can keep it in front of me and get the throw off. Fran Reardon, your, your manager down in Vegas, when we had him on and we were talking about all the guys down there, he mentioned about you. He said, watch out, he's fast. <laughs> StatCast says he's fast. We got to see it on the triple. Did you know you broke our uh, – our triple streak? Yeah, they told me about it after. 81 straight games we went without a triple <laughs> until you got the triple. Uh, tell us how speed is a big part of your game. Yeah, I think um, going into this year, one of my goals was to get get around like 10 bags in, in AAA. Obviously, I didn't get to that, but um, I think that's just one of one of my underutilized tools. Is uh, I'm, I wouldn't consider myself a burner, but I, I can run a little bit. And, um, you know, as a catcher, uh, pitchers kind of just – you know, take you for granted on yeah. the base path. So if you could take advantage of that and, uh, you know, pick your spot and be able to take an extra base, you know, it's better to do it than to just shut it down and stay it. You're right as a weapon because, you know, most people you see, oh, he's playing catcher. Yeah, because you can run. I mean, we're not saying <laughs> you're like, you know, a 40-yard dash <laughs> and we're going to put you in the NFL combine. But, yeah, you you can run a little bit. Yeah, I think, yeah, just, just like I said, it's just, um, you know, always looking for that opportunity uh, within within reason to take that extra base. And, you know, just give your team that advantage to get an extra run across on the board. What's the big league moment where you just go, wow, I'm here? Um, on it, uh, probably just that 
That first day um, when uh, they announced my name on the on the lineup in Texas and I heard all my family, all my friends start screaming and just yeah. kind of looked around across the stadium. It's just like, wow, this is really cool. You know, there's the, they always talk about the extra deck and all that type of stuff. And you just kind of look around the stadium and take it all in. And it was just, it was a cool moment. Well, if you think about it, most guys on the road who make their de- debut, the, the, the home crowd goes, who? I don't know who the hell this guy is. And you got your own section. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was just, you know, I'm thankful. I grew up like 20, 25 minutes from there, so it was a pretty easy drive for family and friends. And uh, a bunch of my friends down in Waco from Baylor came up just because it's not too far of a drive. And like you said, I kind of had my own little fan section for those, those couple days. And when you look at what you got support-wise here now, to have a guy, a two-time All-Star like Stephen Boat, mm-hmm. to have Sean Murphy, how have they helped you since you've been here? Well, I mean, um, it's unbelievable. You know, I'm, I'm very blessed to have those guys around. It's just it, I can ask them anything or, or about anything and everything, you know. It's just uh, whenever they talk, I'm, I'm just like a sponge. I'm trying to take everything in and, um, you know, learn from them. I watch everything that they do, how they prepare, how they work with pitchers, just stuff like that. And, um you know, it's just uh, to have two guys like that around you at all times, is you, you're really lucky to have that. You know, it's so different catching now. You know, uh, Ray Fossey, our, our legendary broadcaster player, won two World Series with the A's who passed away. Uh, we talk about how in the World Series they'd have three relievers. You now have a whole boatload of guys. So you had to learn all those guys in Vegas. Now you got to learn all the guys up here. What's that like as a catcher? having to learn so many guys, what makes them tick, what they like to do under pressure, how tough is that? Um, you know, it, uh, if the, fir- the first time you catch them in a game, it, it could be pretty tough. But, um, you know, as soon as I got up here, I'd, I try to get out for pitcher stretch uh, as much as I can, um, just talk to them about their, their pitch arsenal. Like you said, learn about their personalities, what they like to do, stuff like that. And once you get to know the guys, you get that comfort level, and then it just makes the game, you know, you get into that flow state that much easier. You know, one of the reasons why I asked you about playing another position is DHing. There's it's an art form, and usually DHs were guys that were older guys who knew they couldn't play defense anymore, but they could still swing it and they mm-hmm. want to still play. Young guys are not really DHs. You want to play defense, and I think that's better for your offense. But since we know you're going to DH at least a lot down the stretch here, have you developed a routine yet? Because there's a lot that goes on between every at-bat. Like, yeah. what, what do you do? Um, honestly, I think when I'm DHing, the, the catcher in me comes out a little bit. It's, uh, it's hard for me to check out of the game and just, you know, relax in between at-bats. So um, when we're on defense, I'm kind of locked into what, you know, what Murph's doing out there. Um, just the situation, I'm watching uh, Osmus uh, with the – game the running game signs and um you know just trying to pay attention to all that so that when i do catch it's just you know i'm on top of it and it's that much easier when i get out there yeah the more you think about it how long osmus played you got you got a bazillion catchers around here to yeah. help you <laughs> yeah i mean i'm i'm lucky it's just you can ask those guys anything and they got the answer hey i've heard crazy stories about dh and like guys would take showers every between in between <laughs> i've heard about a guy would go in a sauna yeah. i mean because you got to keep your mind because there could be an hour yeah. between your at-bat, you know, what are you doing? So there's something, you know, whether you're hitting balls in the cage or hitting off a tee or riding a bike, just keep the blood flowing. It's it's interesting how people develop different routines. Yeah, I mean, uh, for sure you got to stay loose. But for me, it's just I think it helps me just to keep my brain going, to stay locked into the game. And, you know, like I said, let that catcher come out a little bit and just kind of um, 
mentally run through situations and pitch calling and the running game signs and all that stuff? Well, let me tell you this. This fan base is juiced to have you here. We've been waiting. It's been wonderful to watch you. It's good to get to know you. I hope you and I do a lot of these interviews over the years. We'll yeah. talk to you again later in the season, spring training. But just know this. I mean, it's got to feel good that there's a whole fan base that's just been waiting to see you. Yeah, I mean, I'm super happy to be here. I'm, uh, you know, just ready to get after it and ready to try to win some baseball games. And from Langoliers to Sears, J.P. Sears, this guy is going to be a big part of the athletics rotation for years to come. Here is the left-hander, J.P. Sears. J.P. Sears, he joins us for the first time. It's great to meet you. Welcome to Oakland. This is where the fans get all their A's information. Okay. Nice. And uh, so far, so good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been exciting since I've been here. Uh, feel already feel really comfortable. The guys have been great. Um, Kasi's been great to me and getting to know everybody. And, yeah, it's a warm welcome for sure. You know, I think a great word for you is comfortable because, you know, so many guys earlier in their early in their careers, they go out there just to survive, right? You go out there to win. Yeah. You're competing to win. And I think there is something about being comfortable. But tell us what that is about you when you go out there. You do have that confidence. Yeah, I think that uh, if you don't go out there with confidence and you're facing some of the best hitters in the world, then – you know you're gonna you're behind the eight ball already. So uh, yeah, I definitely go out there with confidence and just uh, you know try and fill up the zone and try and compete and you know put myself in the best chance to win the game for the team. Of course, the first time we got to see you was you pitching against the Oakland Athletics, and when the trade happened, I immediately thought, well, he's been pitching at Yankee Stadium, and you're pitching for the Yankees at a time when the Yankees were rolling. They're talking about all-time record potentially could happen over 116 wins a lot has changed since then uh -huh. but talk about what it was like pitching in new york at that time when it, the, all the spotlight was on the yankees and potentially one of the greatest yankee teams of all time yeah yeah i felt really blessed uh to make the team out of camp um with the extended rosters and really get a lot of experience under my belt in a, in a great stadium like that and uh around you know some really lively fans and uh you know every game's a big game there so um, it's definitely it was a great place to play, and uh, I feel blessed to have been a Yankee, but uh, I'm excited now about my future here, and um, my, my mind's here, and my, my focus is here, and um, it's been great here so far. Because you come here, it's a land of opportunity. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming when you got trade, you knew right away, I'm going to have a chance to pitch. Yeah, uh, I think that uh, – that you know that part of it, yeah, is always in your head. You know, uh, you know, you want to be in the big leagues, you want to pitch in the big leagues. You know, I want to start games in the big leagues. So, yeah, that was definitely on my mind. But uh, yeah, I just try and show up every day and you know do my job, and and, and that's just to compete for the organization wherever they need me, and uh, you know provide value and, and just do my best when I get out there. You know, is there someone that you look at who you say their game, you pattern your game? Left-hander, fastball, breaking ball, change. Is there somebody that you looked at? Um, yeah, I would say that you know I enjoy watching a lot of you know fellow big league players, uh, especially the superstars out there. Uh, you know, there's a lot of le left good lefty starters nowadays, and uh, a lot of guys that bring a lot to the table. I think I feel like Carlos Rodon is uh, somebody that I. I like to watch pitch a lot. You know, he's you know he's got great stuff. You know, he runs it up. You know, a little more than I do, yeah. velo wise. But uh, I just like how he competes out there and really uses his fastball. Um, you know, in all counts and um, and tries to put his team in a you know good position to win too. So uh, yeah, there's there's plenty of guys that I've watched coming up. You know, through the minors, you know, with the, whether it's the Yankees or West Coast teams. But uh, yeah, just trying to go out there and have fun. 
Yeah, because I think that in a world of baseball now where everything is about velocity and everything is about, you know, does he throw 100, is it 98, mm-hmm. that's never going to be your game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Velo, uh, we tra- we chase Velo a lot. Uh, that, that's Everybody wants to throw hard. You know, that's part of baseball. Uh, I kind of take an emphasis on that more in the off season. You know, I still try and get better, whether it's, you know, my average velo or topping out in the game. So uh, I think that, yeah, velo's definitely taken over the game, and it's a big part of it, and you're going to see a lot more in the future. How much do you like pitching a place like this that's so big with yeah. wind and at yeah. night the ball doesn't fly? Yeah, yeah it's, uh, you know, great weather every day, um, beautiful beautiful skies, a lot of foul territory, uh, definitely friendly for a pitcher, and, um, you know, great vibes at the ballpark as well. So, uh, yeah, just overall great baseball feeling here. Because that's the one thing that, you know, going back to the World Series teams of the 70s, 80s, everything has always been built off pitching and defense. Mm -hmm. In a game where everybody talks about offense and how many home runs, here it's always been about pitching and defense. And one thing I think, as you just said, you had to notice right away is like, wow, there's a lot of foul territory here. This really helps out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think that that was evident in my first start here uh, a little over a week ago. Um, yeah, I got like three or four yes. in, a, in a row, and uh, yeah, that's a great feeling knowing that, you know, at some places, you know, that's no doubt a foul ball, and you gotta, you know, stay in the count and still get the guy out. So, uh, getting some of those little, little bit easier outs in foul territory definitely makes, you know, you, you lengthen the game as a starter, and um, you know, put yourself in a good position. I always like to ask. There's so much data, so much technology at your disposal. Some guys love it. Some guys not at all. Some guys in between. Where are you with all of that to prepare yourself to pitch? Yeah, I think that uh, is is whether or not you're an analytical person at all is is without a doubt a part of the game now. Um, you see it watching it on TV, exit velos, miles per hour velo, all those things. Uh, yeah, I definitely use it to my disposal. You know, getting ready for starts, whether or not it's, it's you know keeping up with my maintenance of making sure that my body and my arm and all that are you know in consistent positions all the time when I'm getting ready for games or. You know, trying to find holes in, in hitters, you know, in hitters uh, swings or anything like that. So uh, there's a lot of data out there nowadays. And, um, yeah, I try and use most of it as I can. And you came over with Waldachuk and he, he pitched over here in the East Bay at St. Mary's. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, what should we expect from him when he comes up? Yeah, I'm excited to hopefully have him soon. He uh, he's a great competitor. Uh, I think he I think you'll see a lot of fire out of him. He's uh, he attacks hitters. He uh, he pitches with his fastball. Uh you know, everything he throws, he throws it at you. He's, you know, he's aggressive. Um, he's a fun guy to watch. I enjoy watching him when I've gotten to watch him, you know, some this year in Scranton um, and then in Vegas as well. So excited to have him whenever the time comes. Just how weird was it pitching in Vegas where all of a sudden you're in the desert yeah. and then if you're not in the desert, you're somewhere in elevation, yeah. uh, it, you know, dry air, ball yeah. flies forever. Yeah. What was that like? Yeah, I've never pitched really west of, uh, I guess I spent I spent a summer in um, Everett, Washington, so a little bit like that. Uh, but yeah, even drier. Uh, yeah, definitely some home runs that you look around and you're saying, did that ball really get out? Uh, <laughs> the ball feels a little different. Um, yeah, there's some adjustments, but uh, it's still baseball. Um, you know, you still got to go out there and compete and, you know, try and win. Yeah, you know, we were talking off the air. He's from South Carolina. I was down there uh, right at the start of baseball season. I was down there when I went to the Masters. South Carolina is just beautiful. Yeah. And it's just, a, you know, it's a beautiful part of the country. If anybody from out the West Coast can go out, beaches are phenomenal. Yes, yes, great I mean, beaches. very impressive. Yes, Very yes. impressive. But now, you know, you go to Citadel, the Citadel. It's a military college. Yeah. What was that experience like? 
Yeah, I learned a lot at the Citadel. Uh, it's definitely a one-of-a-kind place. Uh, you know, I feel blessed to have gone there, um, you know, go through my college experience there. I met a lot of great friends, uh, great coaches, um, great teammates. Um, yeah, it's a one-of-a-kind place. I feel like I learned a lot about myself, learned a lot about organi organization and um, how to be prepared every day to be, you know, a leader and, and whatever aspect of life, you know, you choose. And so uh, it's definitely got me, you know, prepared for pro ball because, you know, being in the big leagues or in the minor leagues, you know, it's a, it's a really uh, rigorous schedule. So, uh, I, you know, a lot of times I find myself looking back on those days where things could have been, a, you know, were a little bit worse, yeah. a little bit worse when you're Folks, it's confined. a military school. If you yeah. don't know about the Citadel, it's one of the six military schools. Yes. So he wasn't walking around late to class and flip-flops no, every no, day. No, no, <laughs> we no. We were on our uh, P's and Q's there. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a one-of-a-kind place. Um, a lot of great people there and learned a lot of good things and got a good education as well. Well, I and I think, that, you know, the number one thing, that can help you here, help you at every level, help you in life is truly the structure you yeah. get when you go to one of those places. Yeah, and I was blessed with good parents growing up. So, you know, I, I had a good idea of structure, but, you know, just the consistency of doing it on your own really, really changes things for you. And you learn to, how, you know, things that I'm good at, bad at, that I need to work on. And uh, it definitely got me ready for life. So I feel blessed to have been there. What are your expectations of yourself the rest of the way here? Because this is a big stretch for you. Yeah, um, I think that uh, a lot of us a lot of us get ahead of ourselves too much. Uh, I've always, you know, taken the idea of I, I go week to week. Um, you know, I, I don't really know what our schedule looks like past, the you know, the next week from now. You know, I'm getting ready for my start whenever, you know, whenever my next start is, um, whatever team I'll, I'll face. So, kind of look more so in the future week by week so I don't get too ahead of myself but uh yeah just trying to go out there and compete and stay healthy and um you know provide depth for the team and uh and just do my best to win every time we go out there yeah and then your old team the Yankees are going to come to town everybody's got a Yankee story right I mean because it's just different. It's New York City it's the biggest stage th th there's something where you go oh wow I'm a Yankee uh, what was that moment what, what what was your Yankee moment that you had as a young player uh man as a young player uh you know there was a lot of first there you know uh, um there were some guys there that are that are really good people and that you know did a good job taking me under their wing and uh, showing me the ropes but uh you know they have a wall there that i think that it, if you if you played in a game with them then you get to sign so uh you know i felt really blessed there was a uh, to sign that wall and there's a lot of really legendary names yeah. ar around it and a lot of legendary people that have played there so um, yeah, it's, it's a special place, and I'll, and, I'll, and I'll definitely remember it, and um, I'm looking forward to, to facing them. Well, we appreciate the time. I'm telling you, between you and Langoliers, how about him? Yeah, yeah, he's phenomenal. He's uh, he's he's almost you know he's already got it. He, he's he's <laughs> here, he's here, and he's he's ready to go. You know, um, you know. Let me ask you this. Yeah. If you had no idea, you're a baseball fan, right? You've never seen an A's game. You got no idea Langoliers that was traded. Yeah. He's been sitting in AAA, and you sat up in the stands and you watched Langoliers. Would you think he's yeah. a rookie? Uh, I would, out of doubt, not think that he's a rookie. Uh, I would, I would have to think that he's four or five years in. That he's, you know, he's got a lot of at bats under his belt. He's super poised, super comfortable. Um, you know, works really hard in his cage work, and I, I he, he's just really a prepared human and. Uh, I've been blessed to be on the field with him, and I'm looking forward to hopefully many more with him. Yeah, he, he, he is tremendous. And also just, you know, I think about also for you being traded, you already traded before, right? You were a yeah. Mariner, yeah. drafted by the Mariners, so that, that's not a big deal, right? Yeah, well, I, know I think it's, a big it's, deal, but it's not different. As much uh, yeah, different parts of your career, or you know, trades kind of mean a little bit more. You know, I was still young with Seattle. Um, you know, I was blessed. You know, they, they took me in the 11th round and took a chance on me, and you know, gave me a lot of opportunity there to try and shine. And um, 
And then, uh, so yeah, the, the trades are trades are unique, and it's a it's a crazy feeling. Um, but uh, yeah, this one was was definitely an exciting one, and I'm excited about the future here. Well, you look great in green and gold. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate it. And we it's, look. It's a good adjustment. Yeah, I like it. it's. Uh, we're I've looking. never not had. I've never. I've always worn blue my whole life. You know, high school, college, Citadel. Uh, you know, and then with the Yankees, I never had anything but blue on, so it's a little change for me. Well, fans are excited because, you know, you think you pitch well going to the offseason. Next thing you know, you're in spring training, yeah. and you're looking at a potential spot right there yeah. to start 2023 season in a big league rotation. So yeah. we're all we'll looking see. forward to the development and watching you grow right. here in Oakland. Right. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for having me. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. From one lefty to another, Cole Irvin, who is the mainstay on this staff. He has been absolutely fantastic this season. Cole Irvin joins us here on A's Cast Live after a fantastic performance yesterday. Thank you. Absolutely dealing. And I know you look at numbers. um, The uh, forcing fastball for you is just a weapon. Yeah, I mean it's it's the primary fastball. Um, you know the the sinker is a secondary fastball. <laughs> I, I've been treating it more of a, as a secondary pitch this season, so um, and even more so lately. So it's uh, it's been kind of fun to think think through how I want to use a sinker in a lineup um, in the same respect as a changeup and and curveball. So it's kind of, it's been kind of fun. Yeah, I mean you think about a fastball now. Everybody is so consumed with velocity that I looked at your highest fastball, I think was ni- you were like a radio station. It was 94.1, and then you averaged 91.4 or something like that. So it just goes to show location, location, location. You don't have to throw 100 miles an hour to get people to swing and miss. No, you, you don't. And, and like something that I, I preach when I coach in the offseason and, and coach young players is, you know, if you focus on – your development about throwing strikes and the quality of strike you throw, it doesn't matter how hard you throw later in later in life when you're, you know, my size and and throwing hard, uh, you're going to be able to locate when you need to, and that's to me is the most important thing um, for any pitcher to learn how to do when they're at a young age is is locate, um, not the spin, not the speed. It's it's just locate and. Um, a lot of young players can, can, can learn a lot about pitching if, you, if they just focus on locating. You think about when you came over from Philly, mentally where you were then and mentally where you are now, mm-hmm. what's the major difference? Uh, 
I think I think it's simple. It's just confidence that I'm a big leaguer. <laughs> uh, the confidence that uh, you know I'm going to be able to get the rock every fifth day, um, and knowing that this is my role, this is my job um, to to get deep into ball games and and give our team a chance to win. Um, that's always exciting, and and that's how I've been. Um, coming up through the minor leagues and, and even going back to my college days, I've just always been an innings eater. Um, I've always liked, <laughs> liked taking the ball every fifth day. Um, so I think just the confidence in getting those reps and understanding how to work through um, big league lineups is, is, is important. Um, and, and I've learned a lot over these past two seasons so far here in the uh, Oakland A uniform, and, and I'm loving every bit of it. And you're having a good time. Yeah, always. Now, sometimes you feel always. like guys are grinding. It's great. We want to hear about the grind, and it's the dog days of summer, and we're playing 17 straight. But the thing that I can tell about you is, man, enjoy life. You're having fun with this. You're the big leaguer. This is my job. I get to throw baseball at a hitter every fifth day, um, and I try not to take that for granted. Um, so, you know, I, I have, you know, these little things, these small things uh, that I do, and, you know, before every inning, you know, or before the game starts, when, when whoever's playing third base throws me the ball, I say, hey, let's go, let's have some fun today. Um, and then I look over to whoever's playing first base and I say, hey, you and me talking the ball over here, you know, just just small communication to remind myself, like, we're playing the game, we're having fun, we're doing it um, as a group together. And um, those things that, those, those are the things that I enjoy is being able to interact with teammates and celebrate the small plays that they make behind me. And um, I mean, even talking about, you know, talking with Shay to, today, I, I was extremely impressed with how he um, game planned uh, for yesterday and, and just the maturity he has to, to be able to break down hitters. And, and um, those small things I just appreciate a lot about what it takes to be a big leaguer. And, um, you know, we got a lot of good, good ball players in this clubhouse. Yeah, we've been talking about the new company that's come to Oakland, Sears and Langoliers. And I'm like, you know, it sounds like you could get like a dishwasher or a fridge or it's a an microwave. Of home improvement. Yeah, Sears and Langoliers. <laughs> this Memorial Day, you come to Sears and Langoliers. I, I can't get that off my mind. I'm like, I want to do a spoof commercial. I think it's going to be hilarious. Uh, yeah, but you see a lot. I mean, all of a sudden the kid comes up, and I mean, it's like double, 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 home run, double. He's worked one base hit in there, a bunch of extra base hits, and you see his athleticism. And then, you know. For a guy, I mean, he doesn't look like he's got great speed, but he's got really good speed. Yeah. Uh, very interesting. Doesn't act like a rookie, doesn't look like a rookie, doesn't perform no, like a rookie. Well. What have you seen? I think he's he's just been a great addition to the clubhouse. Uh, I mean, just his transitions when he's throwing guys out, um, whether whether they're, the calls are close or not, I mean, he makes every play look like it's an out. Um, <laughs> throwing runners, throwing out runners at second base. Um, but I, like I said, I think there's a lot that he's he's brought to the table, and, and he shows his maturity as a catcher, as a young player. And uh, you know, I know quite a few people in the in the Braves organization that were raving about him. Um, and and so I'm excited to be able to play with him and and uh, you know help him with what I can. But you know, he's 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 mature enough that I can learn some things from him too, um, just in terms of you know what he's seeing from hitters and. You know, there was a laughing moment in the dugout. I think it was like the third inning or something, and we both look at each other. We're like, "Do we have to throw inside today?" Because the whole day, I felt like we didn't throw inside maybe once, maybe twice. Um, 
and we just both laughed at each other. We're like, we're going to stick with this, and we just and we did. And it was just one of those days where uh, the battery is working well together, and um, you know, it's, he's just a a great great kid. He's wanting to learn. He's wanting to work for his pitchers, and it's uh, you you always love and throw into a guy that that wants to work for you. Do you mind if I speak for both of us? Absolutely. You shouldn't have come out of yesterday's game. You should have stayed in the game. If not complete the game, you should have gotten the win. If you didn't get taken out of the game, we wouldn't have gone to extra innings and the ball game would have been over and you would have a W. So for all the people that say wins don't matter for starting pitchers, I completely disagree with you. <laughs> okay. What, so. what matters is is the team got the win at the end of the day and we have a happy clubhouse. That's all I care uh, about. Yeah. That's a, as, but as, as I'm speaking for both of us, <laughs> I would have got the victory if I would have been taken out, but I'm a team guy and that all that yeah, matters. But, yeah. you know, what? for you, um, you, you want to be known as that guy that can go start to finish. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, that's how it. That's how my mentality is. You know, for before every start. Um, you know, a good example. You know, I made a start in New York against uh, the Yankees, who are in town today, and and I gave up five runs, and I still went seven, and and I still wanted to continue to be in that ball game. I didn't want any bullpen guy to come in that day because I felt like it was my responsibility to take. Uh, the accountability of what I had given up that day, and I wanted to be the person that uh, at least went eight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so, you know, it's just it, it's just always been in me. It's always been that thing that's uh, maybe it's just a traditional the traditional coaching I was given when I was a young player is whatever whenever you're given the ball, it's it's your game to finish. And um, so I I try to try to bring the reliever out in me when I'm in the sixth and seventh. So that's why you probably see the uptick in velo every once in a while. <laughs> well, you know, the, the thing that I don't like, it's like it's like all of a sudden, you know, it's okay that a guy gives up some runs as a starting pitcher. That's going to happen. Not everybody's going to be perfect. To me, what even if you do give up some runs, the fact that you can go deeper in the game and how that helps out everything. It helps out the bullpen for the next couple of days. Right. I mean, you're doing a service to yourself, to your team. Uh, I like being able to go deep, but I like how you have that mentality. And what I've been saying you know, because on this show is a little different than on the post-game show. On the post-game show about you, I've been saying, listen, he is in his prime. You are right in the middle of, we say, an athletic prime. It doesn't matter if we were talking about you're an NBA guy, a hockey guy, golfer, tennis player, baseball. You as a athlete, a male at this age, you are in your – this is the best you're going to be. You're in your prime. Let the yeah. big dog go. Yeah, you know, and but, you know, I'm still, I'm still young – in in a lot of other people's eyes and so i think there may be some protection there that that you know may not be said and and you know i want to be i want to be pitching every day so you know if if i'm saving bullets for the next outing so be it that's another opportunity to go to go nine that day um and so that's kind of just how i take it i kind of just roll it into the next outing so you know i saved i saved eight pitches based on the 100 100 pitch pitch count so we'll we'll roll that in we'll we'll roll those eight pitches into the into the next outing here uh, in Washington. Well, if I'm going to ask you about Langoliers, the other part of the company Sears, we got to ask Sears and Langoliers. Um, this guy, yeah, a lot of confidence. What have you seen in this left hand? I, I I I absolutely love his work ethic. I, I love the way he goes about his business uh, every day. He he. 
he's kind of very similar to Logue and myself, just attack with fastballs, um, adjust with off speed when you need it. And I think the biggest thing for him is, is that he's trusting his stuff early. Um, that's something that I didn't quite believe in when I got to the, when I got to the big leagues is I didn't trust myself. And, and, and I think that's something that he does really good. Um, and he just trusts his stuff and his trust his abilities to get out at this level. And for a young player, for, for a guy that's been traded to another big league club, um, and to be able to put up innings the way he's doing it, um, you know, I know he was a little frustrated in his last outing, not being able to be extended through the ball game, um, coming out with an early pitch count as well. You know, that's just that's part of it. You gotta you gotta take some punches. Um, and I, I think his just mentality, his work ethic, all of that is just is is he's gonna be great for us um, here in the future. And, and he, just what a great addition, what a great trade um, to have him um, in this clubhouse. Uh, you know, all the lefties, we, we got quite a few of them yeah. now. Um, you know, we're all bouncing ideas off of each other, talking about hitters, talking about lineups. And it's, it's become quite fun for me. You know, early part of the season, I was the only left-hander in the, in the rotation. So it, it's fun. If we start talking about the future, because that's what we do here and with talk shows, yeah. we always put the cart before the horse. Always. Uh, start looking into next year. Like, we go into spring training. Like, if this was Mason, I'm going, okay, you, Blackburn, Cap, Sears, mm-hmm. and then a whole group of guys battling for number five. And plus, you never use just five guys. I mean, aren't we really talking about a, a legit starting rotation that can compete every five days? I mean, we got, I mean, some of those guys can filter into the bullpen too. I mean, our, our bullpen's been great all season. Um, you know, they've had their hiccups just as much as the rotation has. And I, <laughs> you know, it, it's, we got, we got 10, 11 starters. How, however many we got on our 40 man roster that are competing and, and want the ball every fifth day. And, and you know what? That just brings uh, the competition up in, in all of us, um, striving us for get to, to be better, to, to be our best selves, and, um, you know, come out every day and bring it. And that's that's what competition does, and that's what's fun about it. So, I mean, looking looking ahead, yeah, it's exciting. It's, it's very exciting for, for Oakland A's baseball. And looking ahead for you, you have one of the best ERAs in the American leagues. Is it still the best home, Cody? Is he still best home? I haven't looked, but I'm pretty sure it is. You have one. You're either the best home ERA or you're one of them. So for you, what do you want to see from you? Keep it rolling. Is there something you want to work out, work on down the stretch? What about you uh, for the rest? I mean, of the just season? just keep these consistent starts rolling, getting getting deep into ball games, um, giving our team a chance to win. I think the more we win going into the end of the season. The more, uh, the happier we're going to be coming into spring training the next season. Because when you win together, uh, when you win together, that's how the culture is formed. And so it's it's important that we win as many games as we can uh, coming down this stretch here, and and just learning how to do it as a group. And and we got such a young group here um, that I think it's the more we can get wins, the more we can take some series. Uh, it's just going to add to the motivation for next season to come out and and know that we can we can play and perform together um, at this level. I don't know if you know this, but I do a post game show after where I got to talk to the fans, and talking to them is a lot easier when you win than when you lose. 
Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's it's so no different. No different from you know me talking to the media after after games when we lose. It's it's not it's not easy, but uh, you know it's it's part of the game. It's part of the transition that we're in. But we all want to win. We 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 hate losing, and uh, you know we're 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 having fun here right now. Um, you know, yesterday was a good win for us coming into this series, and it's a big series for us uh, as a as a young group to put you know potentially you know win a win a big series against a, a good club all right two things non-baseball nbc sports california they did a thing on there was a mullet competition it was national mullet day and then they did you know they threw your hair on there and asked whether it's a mullet or not i say no that to me to me what you got is just gloriness coming out of the back of your hat well, i don't view it as a mullet. this isn't this isn't in mullet form right now like when I when I actually go out to the like field, take the field, and my hair is like wet and slicked back underneath the hat. Oh, it's in pure mullet form. Okay, but pure, this right here is not. No, this is this is just let it go. This is straight out of Frozen. Just let it go. Yeah, you can sing it. Let it go. I, I have not. <laughs> trust me. I, I have. I've, I'll say. I'll save that for the team bus. I I have twin girls. I have every Disney princess movie you possibly could want. <laughs> uh, and then number two, number two, and probably the most important, are we ready for football season? Let's oh, go. Oh, I can't wait for what football season. What do we got, the Ducks? I mean, as long as you're still in the Pac-12, what do we got? Well, look, we're gonna we're gonna go win the Pac-12 championship, and that's gonna be about the, it this year. I mean, that's kind of how we do things up there in Eugene. It might be. <laughs> hey, it might be. In all seriousness, these next couple Rose Bowls will be the last of what we have known. They've played, what, over 100 Rose Bowls. Yeah, it's, it's This gonna is going to be the end of what we really know of the traditional I, I, Rose Bowl. Yeah, I hate So to, you might as well win one of these. Yeah, I, I would love to see us in a Rose Bowl game, especially with, you know, SC and, and, and UCLA, you know, leaving the Pac-12 conference. So, but, yeah, no, I'm excited for football season. Uh, we got a big fantasy football draft coming up here soon. Um, I'm excited for – for college football, Saturdays are my day, as you guys know. That's I'm I'm really looking forward to Saturdays, so um, I'm I'm excited. Do you try and pair anything with the what Oregon is going to be wearing on the field? Since you guys have like eight thousand different uniforms, you know what? I'm gonna I'm 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 gonna give myself a l- little better effort at getting some more duck gear for Saturdays when we're finishing out the year here. Please do. Let's yeah, see you so, represent. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do them better because they tell the fans what they're wearing on Saturdays. So I should I should probably jump in on that trend out here on the field on Saturdays too. I like speaking for us by the way. That was fun. <laughs> he didn't say it, I said it. I said it. All him. All you. Thank you for coming on. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. We'd like to thank Shay Langoliers, J.P. Sears, and Cole Irvin for all joining us on A's Cast. Now back to A's Cast, powered by iHeartRadio. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.